Like, is this a podcast about tea? But as I'm literally sitting here so proud of my creation of a grande ginger lemon mint honey with two pumps of relaxation tea, just felt sort of fitting to say, to set the tone. But that to me, in a nutshell, sometimes I'm totally random and sometimes I'm all over the place. And for most people who think they know me, surprise, you don't. At least not below the surface. I'm one of those folks who's mastered the art of telling just enough so that you may think you know me, but you have no idea. I'm an extroverted introvert. Heavy emphasis on the introvert. As far back as I can remember, I'd spend more time living inside of my head than out of it. And I started early. As a child, I remember having teachers ask if everything was alright with me. If I was okay. They'd say I was just so quiet, but it was never once related to my academics. I often was the first one to complete my assignments and waited with anticipation for the next one. So there wasn't anything, quote, wrong with me. Quite frankly, I had just had it up to here with little Melissa and Amber arguing over crayons or whose hair bow was the prettiest. I was quiet and to myself by design. And because on the inside, I was yelling, just give her the damn crayon. But I dare not say that out loud. So I learned the art of suppressing at an early age. Internalization and carrying things around on the inside was something I did often. A lot of times I just quiet myself or bite my tongue. And not because I didn't think what I had to say was important or that it didn't have value, but it was for other reasons that were organic to me. It's unimaginable the amount of baggage we collect over the years. So much so that we forget about a lot of it. And these experiences mold and shape us into these people that we've become. Recently, I had a debate with someone about the need for reflection. Their argument was that reflecting can hold you back and that life is too short for that. That pretty much you just have to live and strive to be better tomorrow than you are today. So while I understand that point of view and believe certain elements of it, I tend to differ in that I believe reflection is necessary. Very necessary. It's when one dwells in that reflection, especially if it's negative, or wallows in the shoulda, coulda, wouldas of it all, I think that's when it becomes an issue. Not only is reflecting a naturally healthy thing to do, it can also be therapeutic and spiritually necessary. As the old saying goes, you can't get where you're going unless you know where you came from, right? And it was very late in my adult years when I realized this phrase to be true. It was blindly obvious to me that I needed to make certain things priorities 
and reflection was a part of that process. In doing so, it meant taking a look back at the road that led me to where I am and trying to understand the times, places, faces, and experiences that have molded me, both intentionally and unintentionally. I truly believe that the mind compartmentalizes things in such a way that we will never understand, and that some of those experiences, ones that we are cognizant of or not, it's what drives us. There will be things that you don't remember, things you've tried your hardest to forget but still remember ever so vividly, and things that could possibly strike an unintended emotion. I found plenty of semblance in things of the past with moments in the present. It also provided a basis for my connectedness to all things. Full circle, I guess you could say. So, here I am in 2020, year of the coronavirus, face mask, debates on racism, to flies landing on people's heads on debate stages. And in true 2020 fashion, the year of an intense, long, drawn out election process that produced a new president and the first female vice president. Talk about a much needed silver lining. Maybe not for everyone, but certainly for me. And let me dig a bit deeper into this. A silver lining because of what it represents. I come from a strong line of women and grew up hearing about witnessing and intimately knowing their battles with discrimination and more, only to grow up and then experience those same things myself. So to see a woman of color stand behind the podium as the second in command of our country, that's a visual representation that speaks to so many of our stories, so many of our tears so much of our pain into our tenacity, our strength and perseverance. What it symbolizes for so many who have felt the ceilings pressed down upon them, who have been overlooked, devalued or silenced, or that have had their light dimmed because of their potential to outshine. And for so many who have lived as minorities, a word that which by sheer definition equates to lesser than or not equal to. So that, in that sense, representation matters. Symbolism matters. It's also been a year of movements. The year of people whose voices had been silenced or overlooked for so long that they literally started marching and protesting for causes of all kinds. The year of never feeling so all over the place than I have ever felt in my entire life. To experiencing feelings ranging from anger, frustration, anxiety, uncertainty, and hope. It's also been the year to, to come to terms with a lot of things. A time to really be introspective and to be honest with myself and my purpose to make use of this renewed energy all charged by the many different sides of humanity that I've seen in true introvert form I've always had these 
things or these lists in my mind. Things that I wanted to make tangible, but allowed being comfortable in chaos or in self-doubt or even in fear to let it get in the way. Honestly, I was in serious need of recalibrating. And I also needed to pay attention to something else, mentally. We'll come back to that. So during quarantine, I had the chance to watch the movie Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix. I was absolutely amazed at his performance. Now, I'm no stranger to Marvel or DC films, but this one just hit a bit different for me. This was more of a character study, more so than a movie about Batman's nemesis. You always think of the Joker as a villain, right? But here I am feeling empathy and compassion for him. Now, I'm not making excuses for violence or endorsing it in any way, shape, or form. Let's be clear. And I'm very aware of the difference between fiction and reality. But it spoke to me on a grander scale. To societal issues. Isolation. Differences among others. Socioeconomic status. All intricately sewn together with the thread of mental health. Hold on to that part. I saw so much irony that I could relate to things that have happened this year and how a series of somewhat surreal events have been able to expose some of society's ugly and dark truths in ways unlike ever before. It's been a tough year and we've all made some adjustments, some more than others, but adjustments nonetheless. And needless to say, my therapy sessions have been in full rotation. Uh, wait a minute. Did she just say therapy? Yeah, she did. And I've been in therapy for a while now, well before the start of 2020, the musical. It's just the whole admitting it or talking about it, the shaming or being ashamed of it. But admitting it is the first step to recovery though, right? And for me, it's just monumental to even say it, like out loud, like for actual people to know and hear me say. But if one person can hear this and find the courage to talk about their mental health out loud, then I've already taken one step closer to that purpose I spoke of. For as far as I can remember, to some folks, being in therapy came with so many negative and untrue stereotypes, so many descriptions to say that you were off your rocker or crazy. Well, you know what? Sometimes I do feel like I'm off my rocker, way off, like on the floor in the fetal position off my rocker. But I can admit that, and I can admit that it was a process to embrace being okay with intentionally existing in that space and placing value in understanding my mental health. And what's so wrong with caring about your mental health or making it a priority and being proactive about it? Listen, nearly 50 million people struggle with some form of mental health issue. And the sad part is the ones who may mock it or diminish it are usually the ones who don't even realize that theirs may be in dire need of help. And honestly, I could give zero rhymes with ducks 
about anyone who knocks someone who is seeking to improve or better themselves. I read a quote a while ago that said, this may offend someone, but I don't care. My mental health is a priority over any friendship or relationship. I'll lose anyone and anything before I lose my mind. And scene. That's it. It's a priority for me. Non-negotiable. It's easier said than done, don't get me wrong. And it gets hard sometimes. Life happens. But for me, it has to be a priority. And so the past and the present have all led me to this moment. This moment where I can confidently, unabashed, or unashamed, and also with a little bit of pride say that sometimes I struggle. Welcome to the podcast. a bit of struggle in our life but this year the struggle has been amplified things are heavy as a woman sometimes I struggle as a black woman and I'm just speaking from the surface value of being a black woman and let me just pause for a second and say that I get those that say they don't see color and it's not about color why does everything have to do with color etc etc I respect it But that's a whole conversation by itself that I'm sure I'll get into in a later episode. But like I was saying, as a woman who is sometimes the minority in many social and professional situations, often having to adjust my posture, relax my face, and be aware of my disposition and body language as to not offend anyone or come across as a cliché as aggressive, or dare I say, angry. I struggle with this. Can I not just be assertive? (laughs) I struggle with the voice of the buy now button on the Amazon app that calls my name in the middle of the night and tricks me into buying something that I surely don't need. But it's just so satisfying. Dealing with the world, the weight of the world, one that is so parallel to the twilight zone, Sometimes I struggle with maneuvering in it. I'm struggling with the notion that the world may soon go back to being comfortable with its previously accepted norms and that systemic issues will fall back into the background or that the importance of diversity, equity, and inclusion will lose its momentum and change with the seasons or lose funding. I have a heart that wants to do everything, to help others, to be a support system, but I know that realistically I can't. So sometimes I struggle with coming off as being too hard or being a rock, and not the type of rock that holds things down, but a rock that just can't absorb one more thing. Trying to put on a composed face while I witness disparities all around me or that indirectly affect me or directly impact me, I struggle or trying not to go insane knowing that my son is out here in this sometimes cruel world 
and I'm praying that he remembers to keep his hands on the wheel and to humble his posture the same way his mom has to humble hers, hoping he remembers to do the same, that he remembers the script so that he won't be viewed as a threat. I struggle with this daily. I'm struggling right now just even thinking about it and talking about it. Sometimes I struggle with rolling my tail out of bed in the morning and hitting the gym instead of hitting the snooze button. I definitely struggle with literally sometimes having to act engaged in a conversation when I've already mentally checked out. Sometimes I don't want to talk or think or process or answer another phone call or a text message. And sometimes I struggle with thinking like, am I being unreasonable? But then, light bulb, no. I am selfishly prioritizing me. I'll take a mental health day, moment, minute, in a minute. I struggle with the surprise roadblocks that pop up on the road that I thought was clear. I didn't expect to watch the NBA season take place in the bubble this year or to keep a few extra face masks in my car just in case. For someone whose anxiety is naturally high anyway, it just becomes heavy sometimes. So yeah, I struggle with a bit of everything. I'm likely to struggle with this podcast, but hey... I'm just speaking from my point of view on things into certain areas where I struggle. I've been struggling with controlling this lisp of mine this whole time and trying to make sure that my S's come out clearly as I speak. But I'm encouraged and I find encouragement and seeds of faith all around me. From the sound of my sweet mother's voice, who always knows just what to say and at just the right time to the wave of women of all races and ethnicities who are continuing to break barriers, who inspire and who give so unselfishly of themselves to support other women to do the same. So I've come to the end of this not quite Kanye rant, but rant nonetheless. And I said all of this to say that it's okay to struggle with shit. Excuse me if I offended you by saying shit, but shit just kind of fits better than saying stuff. And I'm ready to unpack it, to unload, to talk about it, to laugh about it, and to likely, very likely, cry about it, but to do it in good company. And why? It's the healing of it all for me. And because it's better to release it and get it out and to heal from it than it is to hold on to things for dear life. I'm leaning all the way into it. We all fall down sometimes, but it's the way we come back. It's the way that we come back from those things that determines our victory. So that's it. That's what this podcast is. A combination of letting it all out, learning, coping, having those long avoided but necessary conversations and still finding comfort and camaraderie and power in healing. Verbalizing what it means and applying it to our mind, body, and soul. Sharing experiences mixed with just a little bit of everything, literally 
just kind of all over the place. But it's therapy for me. Sounds like a cluster. I know, I know. But did you not pick up on the fact that I struggle with stuff? So now that you've been warned, please subscribe and stay tuned.